0: My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, first of all, praises be to our loving Abba and also his beloved son, Yahusha HaMashiach for again assembling each and every one of us to gather to worship him and his son together today. We know because we are members of the assembly of Yahusha that we represent living stones in the hand of Yahuwah God as he builds and strengthens his spiritual temple today we are indeed privileged and honored because we bear the precious name of Yahuwah and the name of Yahusha. Having said that, we need to understand our responsibility because we are spiritual stones or living stones in the hand of God. So, how must we conduct our life? Inasmuch as we represent God, we represent His Son as well in our interactions here on earth. Let's read what it says in the book of 1 Peter. Chapter 2, 5, 21 to 23. And like living stones, be yourselves built into a spiritual house, to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Yahushua Christ. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, that you should follow his steps. He committed no sin, nor guile was found on his lips." When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but he trusted him who judges justly. How must we conduct our life? As spiritual stones, living stones in the hand of God who builds us into a spiritual house. Apostle Peter reminds us of our calling, that it is the purpose of our sacred calling That we follow the good example left by Yahushua, the Christ. And what is this good example that was given to us? That we must follow his steps. The Bible says he committed no sin, no guile was found on his lips. This is why when he was reviled, he did not retaliate. When he was insulted, he did not retaliate. Instead, what he did was to bless the people because this was his calling, to be obedient to the will of Abba. We need to follow the same example. Take note, we need to follow the example of Yahusha, not only by his deeds, but even by his speech. This is why we need to be mindful of the words that come out from our lips. We need to follow the example of Yahusha, even in the manner Of his speech. Why is this important to Yahusha Hamashiach? Let's read the book of Matthew, chapter 12, 36 to 37. But I tell you that men will have to give account on the day of judgment for every careless word they have spoken. For by your words you will be acquitted, and by your words you will be condemned. Why should we always be mindful? of the choice of words that come out of our mouth, because we will be held accountable on the day of judgment. You see, it may not matter to some of us. Perhaps some of us say to ourselves, they're only words, but words are powerful. It has impact, and Yahusha recognizes this. Hence, what is the warning of Yahusha to each and every one of us on the day of judgment? He said, on the day of judgment, each of us will have to give an account for every careless word that they have spoken. What are some of the careless words that we might be guilty of? Perhaps we have forgotten them, but Yahusha says they have an impact. This is why we have to be careful with our speech. How much impact can our speech and the words that come out from our lips have? Yahusha says, for by your words, you'll be acquitted. And by your words, you will be condemned. This is why what we need to learn is to control our tongue. The tongue is a small, small piece of ourselves, isn't it? But the Bible speaks so much about the tongue. It's so difficult to control, but it's something we have to manage and control. What if we fail to control our tongue? What is the evil of this? The book of James, chapter 1, verse 26. Do any of you think you are religious? If you do not control your tongue, your religion is worthless and you deceive yourselves. What does it mean? If we are incapable, if we are unable to control our tongue, Bible says your religion is worthless. This is why even when it comes to what we post on Facebook or social media, we need to be held accountable. We need to be controlled. We need to think about what we post and what we say. Why? Because the Bible says if we are irresponsible when it comes to what comes out of our lips or what we post on social media, what becomes of our religion. It becomes worthless. It becomes only ritual. In other words, Yahuwah God is not going to be pleased. On the other hand, if we learn to control our tongue, what would be the good result and blessing because of that? Let's read the book of Peter 3.10-12. to For the scriptures say, if you want to enjoy life and see many happy days... Keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and his ears are open to their prayers. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil if we are able to learn to control our tongue. And we are mindful Of the words that we use that come out from our lips. What is the blessing for each and every one of us? The Bible says, the eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. And his ears are open to their prayers. Apostle Peter is telling us, for people who control their lips and their tongue, their religion is not worthless, but becomes worthy before our God. This is why Apostle Peter reminds us our prayers will be heard by Abba. Isn't this what we want? For our religion, the practice of our services rendered to God, to be acceptable to Him. And so if we want God's favor when it comes to our practice of religion, we need to begin by taming and controlling our speech. What else is the blessing for those who are able to control their tongue. Bible says you will see many happy days and you will enjoy life. How many here want to enjoy life? You know what makes life worth living? It's not really material things. Material things can help, but it's there's so many people who have much material things, but they're miserable in life. You know what makes life worth living? It's our relationship with one another. Isn't that right? Because if we have friends if we have a healthy social life, if we have good relationships with the people that we love, what do we enjoy? Not only peace, but the Bible says happy days are for us. This is why those who are able to control their tongue, they win the favor of God and they win the favor of human beings or people. When you have that, You have the blessing of life everlasting, and even now, we will have the blessing of good relationships with one another. This is why, brethren, we need to make sure our speech wins the favor of God and our fellow men. Well, what kind of speech will win the favor of God and our fellow men? Let's read the book of Colossians, chapter 4 and the verses 6. Let your speech always be with grace seasoned with salt, that you may know how you are to answer each one. What kind of speech will maintain peace with one another and be able to glorify God so that we have his favor upon us? Bible says speech must always be with grace, seasoned with salt. You have to have salty speech. Some of you might thinking. Because nowadays when people, especially young people, use the word salty. Jenna, what does that mean? When somebody says you're salty? You are salty. Why are you acting so salty? It's a different context and a different meaning. What does it mean? That our speech must be seasoned with salt. You know, during the days of the ancient Israelites, when they offered the food offering to Yahuwah Abba, do you know what they added to that offering? To make it acceptable to God. They added salt. Salt makes the offering be able to glorify Abba and God. And so our speech should be seasoned with salt. In other words, let us make sure our speech glorifies who? Our Almighty God. This is why before we open our mouth, we need to think first. Because sometimes we have the habit of opening our mouth and thinking later, right? That's going to get you into a lot of trouble. What we need to do is think about it first. What question do we need to ask ourselves before we open our mouth? We need to ask ourselves, will what I'm about to say give glory to God? It has to be seasoned with salt. We are salts of the earth. And so it begins with our speech. If our speech drives people away, then we are not being salt of the earth. This is why, what should we avoid at all times? We need to avoid using bad words, curse words, right? That's not seasoned with salt. We need to avoid coarse joking. It's not seasoned with salt because we use our lips to praise God. We need to make sure it is always preserved for that purpose, seasoned With salt. What else is the kind of speech that is seasoned with salt? Let's read the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, verse 29. Do not use harmful words, but only helpful words, the kind that build up and provide what is needed so that what you say will do good to those who hear you. How else can we make sure that our speech is full of grace, seasoned with salt? Let us not use harmful words, but helpful words. What do we need to understand about the power of words? Words have great power to do harm. Isn't that true? This is why nowadays there is something called cyberbullying. There are young people in society who are being bullied on social media. Some of them commit suicide because of this never underestimate the power of words, whether spoken or written down. They have the power to destroy your soul. When we are physically wounded after a couple of weeks, it heals. But when one is emotionally wounded because of words, negative and harmful words, that negativity, that wound can last even a lifetime. This is why as people of God, Because we belong to the assembly of Yahusha. We have to be mindful of our words. What kind of words should come from our lips? Not harmful words, but what? Helpful words. What are helpful words? Words that build up. Words that provide what is needed. Words that do good to those who hear you. These are the words that come out from our lips. You see the words that glorify God. Are the words that strengthen relationship with one another? Haven't you noticed throughout the Bible, which is even summed up in two commandments by Yahusha himself? What are the two commandments of Yahusha? The two commandments, the two greatest commandments that Yahusha reminded us of love God, love your neighbor as you love yourself. In other words, it's about relationship, right? Relationship first and foremost with who? Abba. Relationship also with other people. We are building the assembly of Yahushua. We as living stones, we need to use words that do not destroy. How can you build with words that destroy? We, as we are being built up into a spiritual house, we need to use words that build up and strengthen relationship. You know what are some good helpful words? Words that build each other up. Words like I'm sorry right. I forgive you. I want to understand you better. Can you help me understand what you're trying to say? I love you. Let's do this together. Brethren we need to use words that heal that bring us together, that build and strengthen one another. Always keep in mind, relationships are important to God. It must also be important to us. Inside the assembly, there are basically different kinds of relationships. We have relationships within the body of Yahusha, right? The brotherhood inside the assembly. We need to preserve that. But we also have relationships with people who are outside the assembly. We need to also maintain that relationship. So how do we do that? For example, how do we strengthen the relationship we have with each other inside the assembly with the words that we use? Let's read the book of Thessalonians chapter 5 and the verses 11. Therefore, encourage, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. How can we be the instrument to build each other up by the use of our words. Bible says we need to encourage one another, not discourage one another, but to give them courage. We need this, especially today. Why? We'll take a look around you. This year, 2020, has not been kind to many people. We've gone through many difficult circumstances in life. We need encouragement. In the world, outside the assembly, there's much discouragement. It should be that when we are gathered together, assembled together in the one body of Yahusha, we find encouragement that come from one another. Maybe some of us lost our jobs. Let us encourage each other. Maybe some of us failed at an endeavor. Let us encourage one another. Maybe some of us lost a loved one or is going through a difficult illness. Let us encourage one another. This is why God has assembled us together in one assembly so that we can help each other by encouraging one another. How else can we build each other up? Let's read the book of Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 to 2. My friends, if someone is caught in any kind of wrongdoing... Those of you who keep are, those of you who are spiritual should set him right. but you must do it in a gentle way and keep an eye on yourselves so that you will not be tempted to help carry one another's burdens and in this way you will obey the law of Christ. How else? Can we build each other up inside the assembly? The Bible says when we help those who are caught in any kind of wrongdoing. You see, as human beings, we all have faults, right? None of us are. Perfect. We're going to make mistakes. It's the nature of being human. And so what is our responsibility? The Bible says we need to take care of one another. Why? Because we all belong to just one body. Whose body is that? Yahusha's body. Because we belong to the body of Yahusha. Because we belong to the one body of Christ. What law applies to each and every one of us? Bible says the law of Christ. Not the law of the world. We don't belong to the world. We belong to the Christ, the Messiah. And so his law applies directly to us. And what is his law that we must fulfill? Me as members of the assembly, Bible says, We need to help carry one another's burdens. In other words, since we are all parts assembled together in just one body, we need to have the same care and concern for one another. What does that include? The Bible says when someone is caught in wrongdoing, we have to set our brother or sister right. We must not ignore that sin because that brother or sister represents what? the assembly, we need to do our best so that our brother or sister is set right again for the sake of his or her soul and also for the sake of the assembly. However, when we are going to set our brother or sister who is caught in any kind of wrongdoing, if we are going to set this brother or sister right, how must we do it? You notice what Apostle Paul said? He said we must do it in a gentle way because if we don't do it in a gentle way it will have the opposite effect right we have to do it with wisdom this is where the power of our words comes in in this situation we need to absolutely make sure that the words we choose will not be harmful but helpful because if they're caught in wrongdoing what does that mean it means perhaps they are discouraged, or running low on faith. They're like patients who need care caring. They need a hospital. They need medicine. We need to provide that kind of medication spiritually. And so we need to be gentle in taking care of them. What does that mean? How can we restore? How can we set people who are caught in wrongdoing so that they are restored spiritually? Let's read the book of Ephesians. Chapter 4 and the verses 15, instead by speaking the truth in a spirit of love, we must grow up in every way to Christ who is the head. How must we restore our fellow brothers and sisters in the faith gently, Bible says, by speaking the truth. We need to tell each other the truth. However, when we speak the truth, how must we do so? The Bible says in a spirit of love. Take note, Apostle Paul did not say speak the truth in a spirit of haughtiness. Because there are some who want to correct other people to make themselves look better than other people, right? They want to feel good that they're better than someone else. Brethren, even the best among us. We are but filthy rags in the eyes of Abba. We are far from perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And so we are in no position to, to make ourselves better than the other person. And so when we correct one another, when we speak the truth with one another, it must be not from the spirit of haughtiness, but from the spirit of love. Because if we will speak from a spirit of haughtiness, even if what you say is true, guess what? it's going to meet with resistance, isn't that true? They will resist it, why? Because they're but human beings. Remember the old adage, people do not care what you know until they know that you care. This is why inside the assembly, we have to practice brotherly love, not just in word, but in deed, so that when the time comes for us to speak in truth, the love will be provided. And so we build each other up in Yahusha the Christ so that we can grow up in every way to be like our king. Now, when can we also apply this principle of speaking the truth in a spirit of love? 2 Timothy chapter 2, 24 to 25, and the Lord's servant must not quarrel. Instead, he must be kind to everyone, able to teach not resentful those who oppose him must be gent- must gently instruct in the hope that god will grant them repentance leading them to a knowledge of the truth when can we also apply the principle of speaking the truth in a spirit of love when there is opposition to our faith when there is resistance to what we believe in inside the assembly of Yahusha, remember, as people of God, members of the assembly of Yahusha, we need to maintain good relationships with uh, within ourselves, but also even with those who are not in the assembly. You know, outside the assembly, there are people who oppose us. Is that true or false? True. And you can find resistance everywhere you go, right, especially on Facebook. There's, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to oppose us, perhaps insult us and say negative things about us. And we have some of our brethren, what do they do? They respond. But how do some respond some of the time? Sometimes they're too aggressive. You know, it's good to be aggressive. It's good to have an answer for what you believe in. But if our desire is to win converts, if our desire is to bring people to Yahusha, how must we do so? Bible says we have to gently instruct. We must not quarrel. Quarreling never leads to people going to Yahusha. It just doesn't work out that way. Have you ever seen a quarrel like that before? No. You see, we have the words of God. We have the truth that people need to hear. However, if that truth, if that word of God does not reach the heart, it's useless, right? And so what do we need to do first? We need to open the heart first. How do you open the heart of people? With kindness, Do not underestimate the power of kindness and opening the doors of the hearts of people. When you begin with kindness, then you earn the right to teach them about what you have. This is why if we want to be effective in bringing people to Yahushua, it begins by being kind, by being gentle, by being respectful with our fellow men, even if they do not agree with our beliefs. Well, what if they insult you? What if they speak badly about you? What if they even do evil against you? What must be our response? 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, don't repay evil for evil. Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do. And he will bless you for it. Isn't that nice to know? We should not be surprised if people are going to insult us. Yahusha forewarned that long ago. He said, those who follow him, those who bear his name, those who proclaim his name and the name of Abba, those who proclaim the name of Yahuwah and Yahusha, we're going to be we're going to meet with our share of insults, persecution. And so it's part of the package. And so if we are insulted. If people do evil against us, what must be our response? Bible says do not retaliate with insults. Do not repay evil for evil. Instead, what must we do? We must pay them back with a blessing. And so what do we need to remember? Because we belong to the assembly of Yahushua. We need to remember our calling. The Bible says, Apostle Peter reminds us, God has called you. To do exactly this, to repay a blessing when people do wrong against you. Is that easy to do? No. But it's the right thing to do. It's the Christian thing to do. Normally, because of our human nature, the human response is, if people do evil against you, you retaliate with evil. But for us followers of Yahushua, it has to be different. This is why we need to ask for the Spirit of God. To dwell in us so that we can do that, which only the Spirit of God can enable us to do. That is to be a blessing even for those who insult us. And who is the best example of this brethren? Yahusha himself. When he was here on earth, the short time of his ministry, he met with so much opposition from the Romans and even from his fellow men. His kababata'ah. Right? Who were they? The Jews. They hung him on the cross and tortured him. Well, on the cross, what did he say? Do you still remember what he said? Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. You see, that's the spirit of Yahushua. And because we belong to the assembly of Yahushua, we must be like that. We have to follow his good example. We have to return the blessing and when we do this the bible says god will bless you for it brothers and sisters life is short it is short how is our speech how are our words this year 2020 is about to come to an end how was our relationships with the people we love with our spouse? With our kids our parents with our siblings with our neighbors with our employees with our co-workers with our fellow students how was our relationship were we able to maintain peace life is so much better when we have peaceful relations with the people that matter to us and it begins with the words that we use If in this year, 2020, it has not been a year of peace, why not go to Abba? Why not go to his son, Yahushua, our king, and ask them to give us the ability to season our speech with salt and grace so that we can begin to heal broken relationships? Wouldn't that be nice? If in the year that is to come, we are able to heal broken relationships. We are able to relate with one another with compassion, motivated by love. Because this is what Yahuwah wants us to do. This is what Abba wants us to do. He is glorified when we do this. When we use our speech to strengthen one another. But most of all, how can we use our words that come from our lips to glorify our God? In the book of Psalms 34, one to three, I will thank Yahuwah at all times. My mouth will always praise him. My soul will boast about Yahuwah. Those who are oppressed will hear it and rejoice. Praise Yahuwah's greatness with me. Let us highly honor his name together. How can we use our lips to glorify our loving Abba, Yahuwah our God, because we know when we use our words to strengthen one another, God is glorified all the more. How can we glorify God when we use our mouth to always praise him? This year is about to end. We have been trained. We have been taught as we draw close to the end of the year to return. And to remember how Yahuwah has blessed us. This is why as we draw close to the end of this year 2020, we're going to continue that legacy. The people of God would assemble together to thank him. We will thank him. In fact, we even have a special day. We honor Yahuwah. Why? Because this Is how we can praise him as well when we highly honor his name together as an assembly during a worship service. And so, brethren, next week, we will again assemble ourselves together. We will meet together for worship and we will thank our loving Abba. We will honor him with praises. And how must we praise and thank our loving Yahuwah Abba? Let's read the final passages of our studies today. The book of Psalm 103, 1 to 5. Let all that I am praise Yahuwah with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise Yahuwah. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins And heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death. And crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. How must we praise Yahuwah? Especially on the day of our Thanksgiving. When we honor Yahuwah Abba. The Bible says, let all that I am. In other words. May our praise come from all of who we are, all of our strength, all of our might, beginning with the whole heart. Brethren, let's prepare for that day. We will remember Yahuwah and honor Him. How can we properly honor Yahuwah God and give Him praise and thanks? Bible says, may I never forget the good things he does for me. This year, 2020, which is about to conclude, has been a challenging one for, for all of us. No one has been spared. All of us have went through affliction. But despite what happened this year, there are so many blessings from God. He has forgiven all our sins. You know, if God did not forgive our sins, we would not be here today. But he has because of his love for us, not because we deserve it, but because his love is so deep. We have become his sons and daughters. What else has God done for us? The Bible says he has healed us of our diseases. Yes, many of us were afflicted, but Yahuwah God did not give up on us. He blesses us and heals us. What else? He redeems us from death. You know, even if we were to die, that is nothing, nothing to God. Nothing is impossible with God. Remember, with but a word, the whole universe was created. No effort at all. Just the mere breath of Yahuwah God. And so death is nothing to him. Even if we die, he will redeem us from death because he has given up his son that we might live forever. And he crowns us with his love and tender mercies. Isn't that what we experience? Even though the whole world is collapsing and falling apart, we can feel the love and concern of our Abba. He fills our life with good things and kindness. This is why from our hearts, we will return we will worship him, honor him, and give proper thanks to our creator, Yahuwah, our God. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall praise our Father together. Everlasting Abba. Yes, O oh Father. Yahuwah, you are almighty. Yes, Nothing is impossible with you. Amen. This is why we are not afraid of death. Yes, O yes. Father. We know that you can easily, with no effort at all, yes. bring to life even those who have perished long ago. Amen. How we long for that day yes. when we will see each other again yes. with new and perfect bodies. Yes. How we cannot wait yes. for that day when you will take us to your eternal home. Yes. Amen. We know We still have to wait. And even though time swiftly passes by, 2020 is about to come to an end. Yet we know we still have to wait patiently for you to come by sending your son to take us to where you are at. Teach us in this moment of waiting to represent you well to the world yes. by our speech, by the words that come from our mouth, yes. because we dedicate our lips to praise you. yes. May you help us to understand the value yes. of using words that build each other up. Amen. Help us to heal broken relationships. Yes. Help us to love one another, yes. even those who despise us. Yes. Teach us to have that kind of spirit. Because yes. that is our calling to be like you who is perfect in love. Yahusha, our King, yes. we are limited by our humanity. Yes. You understand our weaknesses. Yes. And so we draw close to you every day. Yes. May you give us your power. Yes. Power yes. to do good. Power to endure. Yes. Power to overcome insults. By returning a blessing instead. How we wish we can practice your love. To be perfect in your love. To represent you in this world. That the assembly that belongs to you can shine brightly in love and righteousness. As we wait for your glorious appearing. Yahusha, please remember your servants today. Some of them throughout the world are afflicted with sicknesses. There are some who are stuck in their hospital beds. Please help them in their time of suffering. Heal them of their sicknesses. When they are all alone, visit them be with them. Embrace them deeply that they will feel your love and concern. The truth is when we feel your love in that way, we can endure everything, all things. It is you that truly matters. We dedicate our life to you, and so we will follow you wherever you may take us. Ah, There are many problems in this life. We are not complaining to you, but what we do need is your support and encouragement. Yes. Give us a word, please, yes. right now as we pray, yes. because we gather in your precious name. Yes. Visit our hearts now. Yes. Go to us now. Yes. Embrace us now that we may endure until the end. Amen. Father, thank you for your gifts. Yes. Thank you for your blessings. Throughout this year, we will return, Father, next week to honor you properly, to thank you, and to praise you with all all of our hearts. Thank you for listening to us today. We ask and beg everything in the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua, our King. Amen. Amen.